Hello and welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Monday, November 28th, 2022. I'm Micah Chopley. All right, how was everyone's weekend? How was everyone's Thanksgiving weekend? Four day, a four-day weekend for most people, I would think, right? Most people took a four-day weekend. You know, looking ahead into the schedule for Christmas and New Year's, I noticed that Christmas falls on a Saturday. You have Christmas on a Saturday, Christmas Eve on a Saturday, Christmas Day on a Sunday, New Year's Eve on a Saturday, New Year's Day on a Sunday. So obviously with the holidays falling on weekends, we can expect those to be four-day weekends also, right? People will take Friday off and Monday. So it'll be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So those will be four-day weekends also. Because you can bet people are not going to be gypped out of a holiday. They're not going to be gypped out of a holiday, that's for sure. Um, but it was, hopefully it was a good weekend. Hopefully people didn't eat too much. Hopefully people are not getting back into the swing of things. we got about, what, three weeks? Yeah, three and a half weeks until Christmas. So, um, you know. Everything, the lights are starting to go up. The Christmas tree is starting to go up. The Christmas music is starting to play. Everyone's getting in that Christmas spirit. But one place they are not in that Christmas spirit is China. You know, some people might think me saying, that, as the heading of the show says, that China finally, finally protests authoritarian lockdowns. People might think that's a little harsh because, you know, China's a place where it takes a lot of courage to do this kind of thing because they will jail you for doing this kind of thing. If you if you denounce the leader, she, if you denounce their leader, you can be jailed there because it's a communist country. It's not a democracy. So this takes a lot of guts for people to do this. But 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 one has to wonder if this was done two years ago, two and a half years ago, three years ago almost, if this would if, if this would still be happening now, you see. If people did not comply with these authoritarian lockdowns, these anti-science Neanderthalic lockdowns from day one, that they wouldn't still be happening three years later. So I guess when I say finally protested, it was an inevitable thing. It was going to happen. So maybe it would have been better if people had attacked this earlier, if we had seen these protests in China earlier, like in 2020, not till almost 2023, because now they have to continue to deal with this stuff. And like I said, it was inevitable this was going to happen anyway, right? It's inevitable. People can only take so much. People can only take so many feet on their throats, so many hands around their necks before they react, no matter where they live, no matter if they live in authoritarian government like China, an authoritarian state like California, it doesn't matter. An authoritarian country like Canada, it doesn't matter. At some point, people are only going to be able to take so much before they lash out. And maybe it took a family dying. Maybe it took a family dying. Now, many people have died because of lockdowns. We know that. But they've been unseen. They've been un, uh, unseen, unwitnessed. They have not been written about. Dirt has been thrown over them. And they've been just thrown into deep, deep graves. And no one talks about them. But what happened with China now is this building went on fire. And families were locked in. They were actually locked in to this high-rise building in China. And they couldn't get out because of the lockdowns. And so they were burned alive. And no one could get to them in time because everything was locked down. So this was a, they're burning to death, this family burning to death was a direct result 
of the lockdowns. They were literally locked in and buried alive in China. This is what happened. And now there are protests breaking out because of that. And of course, the fact that people are once again being locked in. What's amazing is that there are people in this country, like the evil elf, Fauci, who actually think this is a good thing. And he just came out and said, if this is about getting people vaccinated, especially older people, and this is fine with him, of course, because he's a sick sociopathic fuck. So, of course, this would be okay with him. But it's amazing that people in this country who claim that they are that, that, that they are part of a democracy, that they believe in democracy and capitalism, are actually agreeing with what's going on in a communist country. They're agreeing with a communist authoritarianism. Because the left in this country, the, Ill, the, the, the illiberals in this country, are authoritarians, are communists. They are. That's why they, I, I've, ta- I've said many times that the left in this country hates the Constitution. Of course they do. Because no, no, no one who believes in democracy, I, I say people who believe in communism are going to hate the Constitution because there's nothing communist about our Constitution. It's about democracy and freedom. So, of course, they're going to hate it. Now, look at the Second Amendment. And I've said this many times. Before COVID, I was not a big proponent of the Second Amendment. I was not a big proponent of the Second Amendment before COVID. But you see, this is what happens when you don't have a Second Amendment. Believe me, this would, ha- this would have happened in this country, too, if we had not had a Second Amendment. But people in this country have guns and they could simply shoot their way out of the house they can actually they can actually defend themselves against the people and shoot them if possible the people who are keeping them in if if needed the people who are keeping them in their apartments and homes they don't have that ability in china because no one has a gun there are guns in china the government owns them the military has them the police are allowed to have them the people can't so this is what happens see this was the whole point of the second amendment This whole point of the Second Amendment was to stop government tyranny. Exactly what we're seeing in China. The government locking you in your house and you burning alive because you've been locked in your house. That was the 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 main reason for the Second Amendment was that it was not to shoot deer. It was not to shoot bison. It was to protect the people from the tyranny of the government. Meaning fight back if you have to shoot. If you need to, that is what it was there for. But the people in China can't do that. And this is the result. This is the result of not having a constitution. This is the result of not having a second amendment. The government has all the power over you and your lives and your livelihood and your bodily autonomy and everything that comes along with that. And so now we're seeing the result of this in China. What's really stunning, though, what's really stunning. Now, the lack of uh, the lack that the the fact that Fauci would say this is okay is not stunning because he's a fascist cunt. So that's, you know, we know that. But and what's not stunning is that Biden's not really saying anything. Right. Biden's not coming out for the people because he'd love to do this. He'd love to do this. There are very few things, I'm sure, that can get Joe sexually aroused at his age other than 
little girls and little boys, but this kind of thing does. His ability to do this kind of thing would make his shriveled up old penis erect. He'd love to be able to do this here if he could, but he can't do this here. So, of course, there's no backing the people of China. He doesn't want to do that. All right. He doesn't want to do that. He doesn't want to give people here like truckers any ideas. Right. He doesn't he doesn't want to give them any uh, a power of their own. This is another thing that's stunning about this is that there are people here who there are some lefties here who, oh, my God, even this is too far for them. Even this is too far for some lefties in this country. Oh, no, this is too this is going too far. Locking people in their apartments or they die is a, it's going a little too far for them. But they'll back the Chinese, but they'd never back the Canadian truckers. And it's exactly the same thing. So why do the why is the 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 the, um, the virtue signaling once again, because this is a great virtue signal for the left. Right. Oh, we're going to back the oppressed Chinese people. But no, no, no. The truckers in Canada, though, they were fascists. Right. They were going to use those. We'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about little wannabe Hitler and blackface in a second, saying those trucks were uh, a possible weapon. They're going to be used as a possible weapon. But it's amazing how people here, the left, will back. The Chinese, because they're being oppressed by their government, but not the truckers who were being oppressed by their government. Yes, it was a different kind of oppression. They weren't being locked. Once again, Trudeau, if he could do that, would do it also. He would do what she's doing in China. But all he could do was do an emergency order to stop the protests and freeze people's bank accounts. That's what he could do. He did. That's the extent. He did the extent of what he could possibly do. And there was no backing by the left. For those truckers who were simply fighting against the oppression and the mandates and the lockdowns. The same thing the Chinese are doing. But you see how the, that, that's the double standard of the left. You can back the poor Chinese, but you can't back the Canadian truckers who were what? Trumpers in China? Ottawa Trumpers? What, who? What? Where? 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 Where was this fabricated, this fabricated mythological person that they come up with? So that's the double standard of the left, of the many double standards we've seen over the last three years. All of these people need to be backed. All these people need to be supported. Anyone who's oppressed by a government needs to be supported, whether it's here, whether it's China, whether it's Venezuela, whether it's Cuba, no matter where it may be, whether it's Brazil. Millions, by the way, coming out and protesting that election. Not not tens, not hundred, not hundred thousand, millions, millions of people don't want a 12 time convict being their president, obviously. And they believe that election was was fixed. These aren't Trumpers, by the way, in Brazil. We'll get to that, too. A lot to talk about. A lot happened over the uh, over the weekend here. A lot going on. But this China thing, I think, is the most important because it really shows that this is all about power. You only only need to look at Xi in China and the kind of person he is. And this ridiculous zero covid policy, or in other words, the policy we say we control your lives and we can always control your life. It's not about health. It's not about obviously not about health and science, because if it was about health and science, these things would have led to positive outcomes. They haven't. They've only led to more negative outcomes. The people in China have no natural immunity because they were locked in their apartments a million times. So they were never allowed to their immune systems were never allowed to do as nature intended, as God intended nature, God, whatever you prefer. And so they have no natural immunity and their vaccines are even worse than ours, from what I understand. So they have no natural immunity. This is what happens. This is what we've talked about. This is what those of us 
who were considered tinfoil hat conspiracy theorists talked about from day one. That if you don't allow natural immunity, this drags on forever. If you allow people to be exposed to this, it ends quicker. This is what we said from day fucking one. Okay. This is what we said would happen. We said this would still be going on in 2022, 2023 and beyond because slowing the spread is different than stopping the spread. All you do when you slow, see, if you're driving somewhere, if you're driving 800 miles and you're going 70 miles an hour, you're going to get there faster than if you're going 10 miles an hour. Now, if you're going 10 miles an hour, you're eventually going to get there, but it's going to take you a lot longer. But you're going to get to the same destination, the person going 70 miles an hour. You see the same thing. The virus is going to get who they're going to, the virus is going to infect everybody. Okay. But do you want natural immunity earlier so you get out of it quicker? Or do you want to drag this on forever and all the collateral damage the weeks, months, and years of this has in its wake along with it? That's what we were talking about from day one when we were called nutty conspiracy theorists. And here we are. Now, as I've also talked about many times, the, the 2018 flu, which I thought was maybe 50 times worse than this, turns out it's like 100 to 500 times worse than this, didn't drag on for five calendar years. Now, remember, we're going into a fifth calendar year, right? 19, 20, 21, 22. This is for 23 in a month is five calendar years. That would be the same as the 1918 flu going 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. By that time, no one even thought of the flu anymore. No one was thinking about 1918 flu, which was 100 times worse than this in 1922. They were well past it. Even if people were still getting it, even if people were still dying of it, they were still well past that stage of fear and anxiety. They were past it. They were into the roaring 20s. Why? What was different 101 years ago? Well, let's see. What was different 101 years ago, Mike? Uh, no social media, no CNN, no cable, no MSNBC, uh, fewer whore politicians. Uh, let's see, what else? We got fewer whore politicians, the wor- fewer worse politicians the mon- that money could buy, fewer of those people. No CNN, no MSNBC, no social media, no internet. Those were different. Th- th- those didn't exist 101 years ago. What if those things didn't exist now? Think about it. Think about if social media, CNN, MSNBC, cable television, the internet, all that stuff, and all these horrible politicians, if they didn't exist, do you think this would still be going on? Do you think I'd still be talking about this now? Well, of course, this wouldn't exist either. I take, believe me, I take the trade off. Of course we wouldn't. Of course that's the difference. Those things I just mentioned are the main differences between now and 101 years ago. And people are hardier now than they were 101 years ago. Men are definitely hardier now, and so are women, than they were 101 years ago. So we see the differences. And once again, nothing to do with health. Nothing to do with science or health. These are all sociological things. These are all environmental things I'm talking about. These are the differences between now and 101 years ago. This is why by 1920, they were done with the 1918 flu. And yet we're going five years into this now, still talking about it as though it just started yesterday, as though we're still in the second quarter of this, as these morons like to say, in the middle of it. We're always in the middle of COVID, whether it's March of 2020 or January of 2023. We're always in the middle of it, according to these fucking assholes. 
So this, these are the differences. Once again, nothing to do with health, nothing to do with science, nothing. Just as these lockdowns in China have nothing to do with health, nothing to do with science, everything about with authoritarian rule. We say this is the way it is, and this is the way it is, baby. That's all. And you don't got the Second Amendment. You don't got a pistola. You don't got anything that's going to stop us from doing what the fuck we want to you. That's what this is all about. And, of course, if this was if this was a government, we've seen this in China, where Tiananmen Square, right? The politicians here had no problems. The left had no problems here coming out and talking against that. But the Biden administration and the left media in general don't cover this much. They say, the White House says, Cowardly things like, well, the, the protesters are speaking for themselves. We don't have to speak for them. As though this fucking old bastard has any problem opening his mouth on anything else. Yapping his mouth off at any fucking thing else. Now all of a sudden, he can't speak for them. People speak for themselves all of a sudden. Because once again, this is what they would like to do here. There's a woman on, on on Fox all the time. She's an Asian woman. Her name is Van Fleet. She's fucking incredible. And she said yesterday the most incredible thing, just so true, and is that the left would love to do, the Democrats, the left would love to do what's going on in China. They'd love to do that here. And if we gave them a chance, they would, which is why you cannot give them an inch. You must squash them like a bug. And she's 100%, I said that, not her. She's 100% right. But she said they would do this. The, the, the commies here would do this here if they could. Because she lived through this. She knows what this is like. So the, the point of this is you could see them itching to do these kinds of things here. Fauci comes out and says, instead of saying, no, no, school lockdowns were disastrous, they were deadly, they were detrimental, we set kids back years. He says, well, we, we, they, might be have to, they might have to close them again. I don't know. Fucking idiot. This dangerous old fool. It shows that you could be 80 plus and still be fucking dangerous. A dangerous human being. A dangerous person who doesn't belong anywhere let alone on television every fucking Sunday, every Sunday of his entire fucking life, we have to see this guy on television. But understand, there's no difference between the communists in China and Fauci and Biden. There's, there's no difference in their ideology and their, their idea that they, they want to control your life. They have the right to control your life. They are in positions of power, and they have the right to control you. The only difference is we have a constitution here. We have a Second Amendment. And a military who's ordered to back that up. And a judiciary who backs that up. And that's what stops this from happening here. This is not something in just some far-off fantasy here. This could absolutely happen here. Which is why we can't let Biden and Democrats take away guns. This is going to sound callous. I don't care if there are 18 mass shootings a day. They, we cannot let them take the guns away. We can't let them use those reasons to take guns away. 
If they want to spend more money on mental health, great, I'm all for it. If they want to talk about being able to recognize early warning signs in young people, I'm great, I'm all for that. But one thing that we cannot allow them to do is take guns away or use that as a reason to take guns away because then worse happens than mass shootings, which, by the way, are incredibly rare, which is why you hear about them. If you didn't hear about them, things that you don't hear about are things that aren't incredibly rare, like, you know, shootings in Chicago all the time and New York all the time. You hear about very few of them that happen because they're so common that the media can't cover all of them. But mass shootings are so rare that the media can indeed cover every single one of them. You see, that's what makes them rare. That's what makes them rare. And understand something. Using that to take away the guns so the government can do this to you, what they're doing in China, is exactly what they want. Once again, I used to buy into this. Once again, I have more of a right to this opinion than anybody else because I used to buy into this theory. I used to buy into this theory that the Second Amendment doesn't work anymore, that it was for a different time, that guns were different, and blah, 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 and you know all the, you know all the talking points around that. But the fact of the matter is, the main reason, the, the original idea, the concept around the Second Amendment hasn't changed. In fact, there's a much better chance of government tyranny now than there was back then in the late in the 1700s. Look at look at the weapons the government has now. Look at the weapons the government has now. Look at what they're doing now. Look at what they've just done over the last three years. Look at what they're doing in China. Look at what they did in Canada. I think the, the, the idea of government authoritarianism and government tyranny is much more realistic now than 250 years ago. So the idea behind the Second Amendment, the concept, the reason for it in its purest form still holds true. It still holds true. Unfortunately, there are more people now. There are more, more people, meaning more crazies, right? It's just a numbers game. It's math. As the country grows, the crazies will grow. But the original idea behind the Second Amendment, you're seeing it in China. You're seeing exactly what the founding fathers thought of. Think about what the founding fathers would say about a government locking their citizens in their homes. Locking the citizens in their homes. What would the founding fathers have said about that? What they would say is not only was it wrong, but they would say, well, that's why we have the Second Amendment. My dear man, that's why we have the Second Amendment. Because it's less likely they will do that to you when you can defend yourself. When you can shoot yourself out of that situation. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm 100% pro-Second Amendment. I don't, I, I don't believe in taking away any kinds of guns. I don't think you need an assault weapon. I can't see why someone would need an assault weapon. I understand some people do use it for hunting and people use it for target shooting practice. I have friends who have them and use them for target shooting. They go target shooting once every once in a while and they want to use that gun. So there are reasons for it. Does an 18-year-old need it? No, but an 18-year-old doesn't need any kind of a gun. 
But the fact of the matter is that once you start saying, okay, you can take away this kind of a gun, then okay, you take away that kind of belief. We know that. We have seen over the last two and a half years what happens when you give them a finger. They take a hand. You give them a hand. They take an arm. They cannot be trusted with that finger. They cannot be trusted with it. So we cannot trust them to take away any kind of guns and just leave it at that. Plus, once again, this doesn't matter to the illiberal left, but the facts show that during that, that period of time where the assault weapons ban was in, there were no fewer mass shootings. The same percentage of mass shootings during that period as before and now after, the same thing. It did not stop mass shootings. Let's see why it didn't stop mass shootings. Let's see why. Oh, because there were like millions and millions of those guns out there anyway. So I can, I can ban anything now. I could, what if I ban the iPhone now? What if I said from this point, Mike Chopoli's law is from this point on, no more iPhones. How many iPhones are out there? How many iPhones are out there? Are people not going to have iPhones? Are people not going to be able to deal iPhones anymore? Trade iPhones? It's stupid. It's, it's idiotic. There's too many out there. It does not matter now. What matters is giving the government the power to do that stuff is incredibly dangerous. And believe me, believe me, these people want all the power and control. They'll talk about mass shootings. They'll talk about morality. They'll talk about all this shit as much as they want. But behind it all, underneath it all, is they want control. They want all the weapons. They want the weapons. They don't want you to have them. They want all the power. They don't want you to have it. So China happened. China happened. And now we'll see where it goes. They will try to squash this. But if we lived in a country where people had any kind of soul, right? If we lived in a, in a country where people had any, any kind of soul whatsoever, we'd be out there in the streets protesting also. We'd be out in the streets protesting for them. We'd be out in the streets protesting for the people in China and letting the, at the same time letting the politicians know in this country that it's not going to happen here. But no, we'd rather virtue signal and talk about, oh, Ukraine and and talk about and and talk and talk about you know the LGBTQ FJ five one two three four five six and pronouns and he she they and their right to use those pronouns and be any one of ninety seven genders you want to be. That's what we want to do because this is all easy. This is virtue signaling is easy. Having a real moral center is hard. You see, that's the difference. Virtue signaling is simple. Having a real moral core is hard. That's hard work, you see. It's easy to put a, a Ukrainian flag or an LGBTQ flag emoji on your Twitter or Facebook account. That's real simple. I can do it in 30 seconds. But to have a real moral core, moral fiber, to get out there and protest, to get out there and stand behind people, do what they're doing in China, which is really putting their asses on the line. Totally on the line. That is difficult. That's tough stuff, baby. People here don't want to do that. They don't want to do that. 
No one here, no one on the left here backed up the truckers. No one. They called them terrorists. They called them white supremacists. They called people who lived in Quebec Trumpers. Fucking idiots. So, of course, they're going to be quiet. Most of them are going to be very quiet on China. And then you have sociopaths like Fauci coming out and saying it's okay. And Biden saying, oh, we're not going to comment on it. It, it comments. It comments. It's, it comments on itself. It comments on itself. We don't. Have, we don't have to comment on it. Trudeau last week was deposed because of the trucker thing and, and his emergency orders and the the bank accounts being frozen. And just to show this this little wannabe Hitler in blackface, who I, I despise to my core. The four people I despise the most are Biden, Fauci, Newsom, and Trudeau. And I've gone back and forth over the last three years trying to figure out who I hate more. But Justin Trudeau's cadence makes me want to punch him right in the fucking face. The way he talks reminds me of like Hannibal Lecter. Right? Passive, very, hello, Clarice, yes, the, those lambs wake you up. That, that, that voice Trudeau has makes me want to punch his dumb nose down his dumb, stupid throat every time I fucking hear it. It's truly like fingernails along a chalkboard to me. Because behind those calm, dulcet tones is incredible sociopathic evil. And he said one of the most disgusting things the other day. He said that, well, he said a lot of disgusting things, but he said that the truckers, he had to do the emergency order because the trucks could be used as a weapon, which is actually, to be able to say that, that the trucks could be used as a weapon is so fucking stupid, so idiotic, Proving what a what a total shitbag the media is here for not pointing out how dumb and idiotic it is other than Fox News. And they did point out how dumb and idiotic it is. The trucks could be used as a weapon. Uh, anything can be used as a weapon. People can be used as a weapon. Those people marching through the streets in June, in the summer of 2020, they weren't weapons. People don't have hands they can use as weapons. People don't have hands. They can throw Molotov cocktails through windows. Now, we saw the images of those trucks. They were parked. How was that? How is that using a truck? No, I can see using a truck as a, a truck as a weapon. If you if you actually like go through crowds of people. Right. We've seen people do that. Right. Go through crowds like that parade and all that. And that guy was convicted as he should have been. We've seen that. But at the same time, Trudeau says those wep- those trucks could have been used as weapons, but there was no there was no violence. So he's totally contradicting himself. And we saw that. It's not like 35 trucks barrel through crowds of people. 
If that happened, if, if all these trucks were being used, like if they were, if they were just barreling through, through barricades and through crowds of people and killing people en masse, that would be a different story. But we all saw the reality of the situation was that they were just simply parked and sometimes honking. So how is that a weapon, you little shitball? And the words he used made me want to choke him. He said he was totally serene in his decision. I'm totally serene. I'm serene in my decision to be an authoritarian fascist little fuckhead. Serene. Serene. He uses the word serene. Serene. He's serene. Once again, the left is compliant with this. The left isn't pointing out how nutty this is. The left is not pointing out how nutty it is to say that parked trucks are a, 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 a weapon. Parked trucks are dangerous. But people marching through streets, throwing Molotov cocktails, burning down neighborhoods in the summer of 2020, that's fine. Because you know why? Because those people are in a rage and they have the right to be in a rage because they're oppressed. Well, white truckers or who knows, white, black, mostly white who gives a shit truckers in Canada can't make a living because of mandates. They're, they're, that's not oppression. They're, they're selfish people. How much longer are we going to allow this double standard, really, with the left? This incredible hypocrisy with the Democrats here. That they simply just go along as though this is all real news. This is all fake news. It's all fake. The truckers were not dangerous. The trucks weren't weapons. That's about as docile as a protest, and they're Canadians to begin with, that's about as docile as a protest as you can have parking your car downtown. That's about as docile as a protest you can have. But that, you see, th this is the upside down world we live in. Those trucks being parked in front of the Capitol in Ottawa are, are a weapon or an impending weapon, a possible weapon. But people marching through the streets for months, burning down cities, they're not, those aren't weapons. That's peaceful. That The media said that's peaceful. So the media said, this is what the media presented to you. This is what the fake news enemy of the people media presented to you. People burning down apartments, people burning down Walgreens, people looting. That was peaceful protesting. Truckers parked and honking in front of the Capitol. That's a dang, they're dangerous weapons of mass destruction. That's what they, do you understand that's what they told you? Do you understand that's what they're still telling you? And people believe what they say. People believe what they say. It's incredibly sad. It really is. It's incredibly sad this is the world we live in. This is the media we have. And once again, yeah, look at this. Jiangsu City today. If the Chinese government remotely, switch, remo remotely switches your health passport to code yellow, you become homeless. Because with yellow code on your phone, you can't go back to your apartment, you can't stay at a hotel, 
You can't take any public transit and you can't get food also. So think about that. This is what the gov this is what the people here want. This is what people like Klaus Schwab want. This is the social credit score. That the government decides that your health code is yellow because you haven't taken the seven boosters. And therefore, when you look when you have your code on your phone, you can't go back to your apartment with that code. You can't stay at a code because the hotel asked for your code. They asked for your social credit score. Public transportation asked you for your social credit score. When you go to buy food, they asked to see your social credit score. And if you're yellow, you're diseased. And you become homeless. Your family becomes homeless. Once again, make no mistake, this is exactly what they would do here if they could. It's exactly what they would do here if they were allowed to do it here. It's exactly what they would do here if we did not have the Second Amendment. And there's no doubt about it. Zero doubt about it. As Ian Miller says, zero COVID is and always was a delusional fantasy born out of unlimited arrogance of incompetent experts, in quotes, who believed China. Their refusal to admit they were wrong led to ineffective and destructive mandates continuing well after any possible justification. Now, also remember this. We now know that Fauci in February of 2020 sent a buddy to China. And he said, oh, they're doing these lockdowns. And he came back here and Fauci said, oh, we should do those lockdowns also. Then Fauci has the nerve to say he was never for lockdowns. Meanwhile, we have him on video in 2020 saying that there need to be lockdowns. The schools need to be closed. Now, why, why can he do that? Let me, I, I, that's a good question to ask. Why can he do that? Why can Fauci? Say he didn't say something when there's video of him saying that exact thing from 18 months earlier. He knows that it exists. He knows they're going to put that video up there. He knows he said it. I don't think he's that senile. I don't think he's Biden. He knows he said it. You know why he can do that? Because there's no accountability. He knows that. He knows he won't be held accountable for lying. He knows he won't be held accountable for lying and lying and lying again and continuing to lie. It does not matter. There's no accountability, you see, because he's not behind bars. The last I saw Fauci yesterday, he wasn't behind bars. He was on television again. You put him behind bars. And the lessons learned that you can't do that kind of thing. You can't lie like that. You can't be in a position where you lie, endanger and kill people. And then you say you didn't say it when you're on video saying it. But when there's no accountability, when someone knows they're going to get off scot-free, right off into the sunset, there's no accountability. They, they, they can flaunt it in your face. They can flaunt it in your face that they can get away with bloody murder. <laughs> it's like someone who, who murders people, right? It, they're on video murdering people. Right. And you say, look, and, and then the, and then you ask them, did you murder anyone? I didn't hurt anybody, but we have on video you're murdering people. I, I didn't I didn't do that. 
because there's no if there's no accountability, they're able to do that. We have a society here where there's supposed to be accountability. If you if you hurt someone, if you harm someone, if you murder them, you go to jail. You don't get to say you didn't do it. Just go along with your life when there's evidence of you doing it. So imagine if that's the world we lived in. For most people, that's not the world we live in. You do something that's harmful. There's evidence of you doing that. You go to jail. You don't get to just go on Sunday shows every Sunday and lie about it. But we live in a country of the protected and the not protected. The Bidens and the Fauci's are the protected. They are the protected. They can do the most evil things and simply get away with it. They can lie to our faces. They can lie to our faces. And as they're lying to our faces, we know they're lying and they know they're lying. And there's no accountability. There's no punishment. Is that the world we want to live in? Where if you and I do something, we go to jail. But when they do something, that's much worse than anything you and I could ever do in our lives. Fauci killed hundreds of thousands. Fauci killed thousands of gay men in the 80s. He murdered thousands of gay men in the 80s. And he's murdered thousands and thousands of more people now. And he's gotten away with all that. That's more than you and I can ever do. That's more harm than you and I could ever think about doing. He has done. It has happened. He has done it. And yet here he is at 80 plus years old going on Sunday shows. Flaunting it, saying he is science, saying he'll testify as much as he has to. Because he has testified much in 40 years. Because he's, he's done many crimes in 40 years. But he's never been held accountable for it. So what's the downside for him? What's the downside when you're a criminal and you continue to get away with committing crimes? You're going to keep doing it. Can't blame him. I blame us. I blame us for not holding him accountable. And I think I was asked the other day if he will be held accountable as far as what I would do to him. And no, of course not. He won't be put in jail. Never happen. Because that's the kind of world we live in. People like him don't go to jail. It doesn't matter what Biden did with, with Hunter. It doesn't matter. What's the, the worst that will happen to Biden is he'll be impeached but not convicted. Absolute worst that will happen to him is he'll be impeached but not convicted and remain president. He's not going to jail. Hunter Biden's not going to jail. Because those people never go to jail. They never go to jail. And so they continue to get away with being criminals. Just like any cheap, tawdry criminal would do. Look at the manhunt, right? With the manhunt. Look at what's going on in Idaho for this guy who killed four people. Why can't we just let that go? Uh, why don't we, if, if we would use the same rules we use for like Fauci and Biden, we'd simply say, uh, move on to the next thing. But we don't do that in this society, do we? Why? Because the person needs to be held accountable for what they did. And very importantly, most importantly, said they can't do it to anybody else. But if that were Fauci, keep doing it. Keep killing people. 
keep harming people. There's no accountability. You may think this is harsh. You may think I sound harsh on this Monday, but I'm not. It's harsh to let these people get away with this stuff because then they continue to hurt other people. That's harsh. Holding them accountable for their crimes, for their acts of criminality, that's not harsh. That's justice. That's saving lives in the future. That's why we go after homicidal lunatics like the one in Idaho. That's why we don't just let that go. That's why we put all of our manpower and FBI and police forces and thousands of people into gathering information and DNA to try to find the person because the person must be held accountable because in a civilized society, that is what must happen. Where is civilization when it comes to the higher ups, the power brokers like like Fauci or, or, or like Biden? Hey, the, the left is obsessed with Trump. They certainly don't think Trump should get away with anything, right? Any little thing he does that seems untoward, they want to put him in the gulag. They have no problem with that. But they don't even consider Biden or Fauci. They don't even consider Biden's ties, the big guy getting 10%, his ties to Ukraine and what's going on in Ukraine now and all the money he's giving them and the Hunter Biden's issues. In, they don't even continue, They don't even think about these things. They don't even think about what Fauci did during AIDS. They don't even think about how he pushed AZT and killed so many people, how he's pushed vaccines and killed so many people. And we're seeing it more and more now. We're seeing it more and more now. More and more evidence of the heart issues that are being caused by these vaccines. Heart attacks, deaths that are being caused by these vaccines. We're seeing more and more evidence on a daily basis of this. We're now seeing more and more legit, legit doctors talking about this now. Remember, it was the effective that went, remember it, was, it was safe and effective at the beginning, right? Then the effective part was pretty clear that it wasn't. So doctors didn't have any problems talking about how the lack, it, it really let us down. The efficacy let us down, but they wouldn't go. They wouldn't they wouldn't quite venture to the unsafe part. Now they're venturing to the unsafe part because more and more, just like there was a lot of evidence that they had no effectiveness as far as stopping the spread. Now there's more and more evidence that they're causing heart issues, especially in younger people, especially in younger people. More and more people like I saw today, a 30 year old tech guy just dying in their sleep. No, no, no. It's not normal for a 30-year-old to die in their sleep. It happens every once in a while. It's incredibly rare. But when you hear about it happening, that's not, it's, it's not rare. When you hear about it happening day in, day out, it's no longer rare. No, it's not abnormal for a 90-year-old to die in their sleep, but it is incredibly abnormal for a healthy 30-year-old to die in their sleep. And we're seeing it more and more now. But as these doctors say, like Marty McCarry and Jay Bhattacharya, there is no, there is no outlet for a coroner to put vaccine as the cause of death. It can't be done. Side effects in the vaccine as cause of death or possible cause of death is never done. So it just gets pushed under the carpet. Oh, oh, well, collateral damage. Oh, well, these things happen
No guarantee tomorrow. These things happen. And we're seeing more and more of these things happening now. Yet they won't stop with the boosters. Yet they won't stop with the mandates. Yet they won't stop with the scarlet letter of not getting the vaccination. And that's where it get really gets pushed into a criminal, an area of criminality when you when you knowingly are hurting and harming and killing people. When you are knowingly doing this, when there's more enough evidence for you to just shut the fuck up. Yet you're not. Yet I continue to see vaccine ads on television. At the, at, at the least, just shut up. At the least, just stop fucking talking about these vaccines. Yet they're not. They keep pushing them. And they keep refusing to end mandates in a lot of sectors of life. In a lot of workplaces. In a lot of jobs. In a lot of government jobs. So now you're getting to the point of knowingly harming people. And once you get to that point... And we can show evidence pointing to that, that you knew now. Enough information is out there. Enough doctors are on that television set and on social media talking about this. That is when culpability comes into effect. You are now criminally culpable. You can no longer claim ignorance. I don't believe you could ever claim ignorance. Because if I knew, you knew. But now you certainly can't claim ignorance anymore now you're absolutely culpable of causing harm and death at this point we're past that point of of no return now but where is the accountability when are we going to see it how are we going to see it are we ever going to see it is there going to be accountability in china ha hardly Hardly. By the way, New York City's unemployment rate is now 60% higher, talking about mandates, due largely to the COVID policies that didn't work and the mandates. New York City's unemployment rate is now 60% higher than the nationwide unemployment rate from Eli Klein. 60% higher. As the great hockey player... Theo Flory says, when the, in Canada, the most compliant people on the planet, when the most compliant people, meaning the Chinese, on the planet take to the streets, you know something is seriously, seriously wrong. And I will, fur- I will extend that to his fellow Canadians who are usually very compliant. And for the first two years of COVID, we're totally compliant. It took them two years, two years to do that very peaceful trucker protest. Which, by the way, was very effective, which also got a, that's another reason why it got under Trudeau's skin, because it was be, it was effective. If it wasn't effective, he would have ignored it. But it was effective. And when you have a democracy in action and democracy is being effective, that's when the authoritarian wannabe Hitler and blackface fascist really gets upset. And that's what got him upset. It was working and it did work. It was really the beginning of the ending of a lot of those mandates and COVID policies. There's also good news that uh, uh, Elon Musk and Twitter is not going to be flagging any 
any COVID disinformation anymore that ended last week. The whole flagging of COVID disinformation is not happening anymore. Once again, there's at least some kind of improvement going on at Twitter now to stop the incredible censorship. Because, of, of course, all that quote-unquote information, disinformation was actual real information. And the quote-unquote real information, which they're still trying to push, is disinformation, such as NBC News saying, in studying COVID, here, in studying, you, you got to look at the, in studying COVID, scientists found that vaccinations coupled with behavioral changes like washing hands frequently and using masks could stop flu transmission, which is thought to be, which was previously thought to be impossible, uh, of course, until the year 2022. Then science realized, oh, by, uh, by vaccine, by getting the, the flu shot, and uh, washing your hands and using masks, you can stop flu transmission because they never thought about those things before the year 2022. In the year 2022, all of a sudden they started thinking about that. Of course, it's total bullshit. There is no in studying COVID. There are no there's no. In fact, that was all disproven. Forget about there's no studies that prove that it's all been disproven. It's all disproven. What has been proven is that if you take if you take it, those things separately, vaccinations, I'm guessing they mean flu shots. Yes, the flu shot was always taken to mitigate the flu. Is that something new? We've had a flu shot for a long time now, haven't we? So take it, take it separately. Take it out. Flu, the flu shot. Yeah. Okay. Washing hands frequently. Yeah, washing hands frequently is great for everything. Any kind of virus or bacterial. Of course. Of course. I always wash my hands. I don't do the flu shot. I've never had the flu. So I've never had the flu. And I've never gotten the flu shot. So is that a scientific study that says the flu shot doesn't work? doesn't matter? I don't know. I don't think so. But my own personal experience, I have never had the flu. I've never had the flu shot. So I don't want to get the flu shot because I don't want to push my luck. I take vitamin D, but washing hands, I always wash my hands. In fact, in the in flu season, I wash my hands even more. That's always a good thing, washing hands. It's, it's like they've, it's like they've, they've just come up with these things, right? Like we didn't know these things for, 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 for decades now. But now here's the third one that we know is total bullshit, using masks. Using masks. That's been disproven. We know that masks don't stop the transmission of anything. And there are no studies that show the masks stop the transmission of the flu. Once again, they wear masks in Asia constantly. They wear masks in China. They wear masks in Japan long before COVID. And yet not only do they get COVID over and over again, but they've always had the flu. If masking stopped the flu, there would be zero flu or very little flu in China in Japan and Korea compared to other parts of the world. And that's not the case. There is no case study that shows that. And by the way, that's not why they wore masks before COVID in China. They wore masks because of the pollution. That's why. It wasn't because of flu or colds. It was because of pollution that they wore the masks. That's why people, they didn't wear masks because they were sick or afraid of getting sick. They wore masks because the pollution was so bad. 
People in L.A. had to wear masks at one point because the pollution was so bad. I got my N95 here for when the fires come. And the skies turn orange and you can hardly breathe outside. I have my N95 with the filter. That is scientifically proven to work. But as Ian Miller says, this is inaccurate, disproven disinformation. There's no information. There's no scientific data that says strapping a bacteria-soaked piece of cloth around your mask prevents illness of any kind. So what they're doing, what NBC News is doing purposely is conflating two things that can work with something that doesn't work and saying if you do them all together, oh boy, that's manna from heaven. Yes, get those flu shots, wash your hands and wear those masks and flu is going to go away. And of course, we'll have the worst flu season ever. Yet NBC News says it and it's not disinformation. See, this is the same principle. NBC News says it, and it's not disinformation. Just like if Fauci or Biden does it, it's not illegal, right? Didn't Nixon say that when the president does it, it's not illegal? Everyone laughed and said, oh, what a joke. Well, maybe he had a point. Maybe he had a point. Maybe he was just saying the the, the, the secret stuff out loud. He was saying the taboo stuff out loud. Which is, you say you're official. You say, this is basically, you, have to, you, have, you say you're official. You say you're somebody and you can get away with hell. You can get away with anything. Just by simply saying you know shit. You're an important person. You're an important outlet. We say it. Hmm. As Jade Bhattacharya writes, Justin Trudeau declared a state of emergency when faced with anti-lockdown, anti-mandate protesters. He seized the bank accounts of people donating to the protesters. The Chinese people are protesting zero COVID. I hope, I hope Xi Jinping does not follow the Canadian example. But he'll do a lot worse than follow the Canadian example. He'll arrest people. People will, will go to jail. Ten University of, this is from Aaron Curiarty, ten University of California professors, and yours truly, a former UC professor, recently published this letter warning against the university's reckless booster policy. You can go to aaroncuriarty.substack.com. Uh, Jay Bhattacharya was just on, and he said something very prophetic, profound and prophetic. He said that this whole idea of just locking people down, of locking people down to prevent a virus. Humans need a lot more than virus protection in their lives. They need interaction with other people. They need to learn. They need to go to school. They need to educate. They need to go to their jobs, support themselves and their family. They need contact. What is it? No man is an island. No man or woman or they is an island. And none of this was taken into account with this lockdown stuff. Because these tyrants, these, these sociopathic tyrants have no ability to emotionally connect with people. They have no ability. They have no emotional ability. The, the sociopaths have no empathy for people. 
They have no ability to empathize and to understand what the needs of the human with, the, with of humans are in the human condition. And so when you do this one size fits all kind of thing, where you just say, we're going to lock down and we're going to hide from the virus. And that's the way it's going to go away. Of course, there's no science that proves that there's no data. There's no nothing. That thinking in itself, in itself, forget about all the collateral damage it has caused. That thinking in itself of hiding. Think about that for a second. That thinking in itself of hiding from a, from a virus and going away is like caveman thinking. It's absolutely Neanderthalic thinking that you can hide from a virus and it will go away. That's like pre-medicine thinking. It really is. That's like voodoo medicine thinking. Hide from it. Hide from it. It'll go away. Hide from it. And to think anybody followed this crap. And look at the damage it's done. Maybe I'll read this tomorrow. Should I read it now or tomorrow? Well, this is from Aaron Curiarty's Substack when he wrote about uh, just a couple of days ago, actually. And by the way, what I was talking about, what Jay Bhattacharya was saying, with, that you have to consider the human condition, what human beings need, especially when you're talking about a long-term thing that's not going to go away, at least for a very long time, is part of the Great Barrington Declaration. That's what Fauci poo-pooed. That's what Fauci and his people squashed. Fauci and his people made brilliant doctors like Jay Bhattacharya look like kooks on purpose, on purpose, aided by Twitter, aided by Apple, aided by Google, aided by all of these social media outlets where 98 to 100 percent of the people working for them vote for Democrats. We just found out that Apple has 97 and a half percent vote for Democrats. And you see Apple's now talking about possibly taking Twitter off their platform because Twitter believes in free speech and Apple does not. And 98% of the people who work at Apple are Democrats. This is not like a coincidence. All these people colluded. All these people colluded for the last nearly three years to squash the real information, the dissent of the few people you saw on television. And once again, unless there's accountability, Apple, these social media outlets, these platforms will continue to do these things. They'll continue to do censorship until there's accountability. People will continue to do this stuff. These, these companies will continue to do this censorship. Yeah, I'll read this tomorrow. This is a good one, though. This is a good. Ten UC professors, including Aaron Curiarty, who I met, by the way, it's in Stanford uh, a couple of months ago. A former UC professor recently published a letter warning against the university's reckless booster mandate policy. This is getting ridiculous now. Remember, they're now talking about having to get not just the original two vaccines, not just the original booster, not just the booster after that, but every single booster. You'll need to get everything. Once again, this is what we talked about years ago. And people said we were crazy that there's not just going to be two vaccines. There'll be a booster and a booster. And a, so when the vaccine mandate started, we said it's not going to end this way. Every time there's a booster, you'll have to get that. 
You won't be considered vaccinated anymore until you get booster number seven, eight, nine, ten. And people said, oh, you're crazy. No, never going to happen. Not going to go that far. And here we are. That was considered misinformation on the on the previous the previous Twitter, the previous incarnation of Twitter. That was flagged as misinformation. You did enough. You were banned and censored. By saying the absolute truth. By saying the absolute truth. They're tearing down the COVID test boots now, by the way, in China. They're tearing down the COVID testing boots. They understand, they understand that the COVID testing, the continued testing is what's causing all of this. And even the mainstream media had to admit that the overwhelming majority of these cases that are happening in China are asymptomatic or mild. So what's the fucking point? You're going crazy, hair on fire for colds. Once again, if I said that on Twitter two and a half years ago, I was flagged from misinformation and censored and canceled and eliminated. And that's the absolute truth. So the idea is to stop testing. You stop testing, and therefore it doesn't exist anymore, COVID. Because if people have no symptoms or mild symptoms, no one's going to report anything. No one's going to give a fuck. Who cares? This is also something Trump said when he was president. People said he was nuts. He said, if we stop the testing, the cases go down away. And people said, yeah, of course they do, you idiot. Well, no, he's not an idiot. Yes, of course you do, because they're colds. And we should not be locking anyone down or closing schools because of a cold, because we never did before March of 2020, you fucking morons. That's why they're tearing down the COVID testing booths. You stop the testing and the COVID goes away. No one gives a fuck anymore about your goddamn case of sniffles. Those COVID boots should be teared down and burned in every city. I saw them on every corner in New York. There should be a cop in every corner in New York. Instead, there's a testing, COVID testing booth on every corner. Many more people are dying because of crime in New York than COVID. Trust me. Not even close. Many more people are actually afraid of crime than COVID in New York. It's not even close. Businesses are closing because of crime, not COVID. It's not even close. Burn them down. So here we are. Here we are. You know, As Jay said, as Jay Bhattacharya said, the, the, the great Barrington Declaration, GBD, posed an enormous problem for Tony Fauci in that it exposed to the world the lie. There was a, a scientific consensus in favor of Fauci's favored lockdowns. Bad form for him to try to pretend now he was unconcerned about it in his deposition under oath. And of course he was concerned about it because he had it squashed. He had all the information squashed. He told his people at Twitter 
to censor people, to delete people, to cancel people, to suspend their accounts. If they put up any information that was against what he was saying, what the great Tony Fauci was saying. And as Jay Bhattacharya said, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. The GBD proved that there were thousands and thousands of doctors who did not agree with the Fauci way. But Fauci didn't want that information to get out there into the, in, into the public mind. He didn't want to get it out there. He didn't want people to actually believe that. He wanted people to believe what that schmuck Ja said at the White House press conference last week, which is that he and his buddies like Fauci are the scientists, are the doctors that know things, and everyone else is just a dude on Twitter. And I'll point out again that Ja has two separate accounts on Twitter. He, he's so anti-Twitter, he has two separate accounts on Twitter. Another hypocrite. And by the way, we know, as I mentioned last week, Trudeau's also full of shit. Biden ordered him to stop that. You see, he didn't get that in the deposition. Biden ordered Trudeau to stop the convoy because he was afraid that idea would spread here to the car dealerships here, to the truckers here. He was afraid it would spread here and hurt the supply chain here. And people would protest here. People would get an idea here, you see. Another reason why he's not supporting the protesters in China, he doesn't want people here to get the same idea. So he ordered Trudeau to stop that so it didn't spread to the United States. Had nothing to do with Trudeau saying the trucks were possible vehicles of violence. Moron. Serene. He was serene. I'd like to make him serene for good. What else is there to talk? What else happened over the weekend that I'm not covering? I think the China thing, obviously, I spent most of the show on China because I think that was the most important thing. And I'm glad to see it. I'm very, I'm very glad to see it. Hopefully it continues. Hopefully it continues. Yeah, Elon Musk said, Apple has threatened to withhold Twitter from its app store, but won't tell us why. And then he found out that 97.5% of Apple's donations, donations are to the Democratic Party. <laughs> wow, they don't sound biased at all, said Elon. They're, they don't like, Apple doesn't like the fact that Elon's bringing free speech at Twitter. They wanted it their way. They wanted this free speech to be a one-way street. And as as Elon Musk has threatened to do, and I, I would not put it past him, I don't think he makes idle threats. He threatened to buy Twitter, and he did. If, if Apple and Google start censoring, start taking Twitter off their app stores, he said he'll start his own phone. And you know he will. And you know people will buy it. I'll buy it. I'll get rid of my iPhones and everything else, and I'll buy it. A Musk, what do you call it? A Musk phone. They are very afraid of Elon Musk. The man has a lot of money. He can do a lot of things with all that money, $200 billion he has. A lot of power. 
But they're used to having all the power their way, you see. They're used to having all the power their way, on their side. They don't like power on the other side. And when I mean the other side, I don't even mean like Republican or conservative. I mean on the side of like anti-authoritarianism. I'm talking about the side of anti-communism, on the side of free speech, on the side that exposes their bullshit, that levels the playing field, oh, just a little bit. They don't like that. They are very, very afraid of that. And as Elon Musk has just shown, Twitter users, the signups have gone through the roof. The signups have gone through the roof. People said it was he was going to destroy Twitter. No one would be on it anymore. And it's going through the roof. So we know what happens when that happens. We know when all this happens and these and and play and and you see these some sponsors, a few sponsors pulled out, but <laughs> this is capitalism, man. These people can't help it. Once they see Twitter gaining all these users, the advertisers are going to flood back because they need money. They love money. They love money. They're not going to pass up that money machine of all these millions of people joining Twitter. So Musk knows once all these people join Twitter and he's showing all these people are joining Twitter, millions and millions of people on a daily basis, the advertisers are going to flood back. They can't help it. They're whores for money. They're money whores. They'll come back. They want the attention. They need the advertising. And he's going to win. Musk is going to win. He's going to get the. He's going to get everything. He's going to get his cake and eat it too. He's going to get his free speech, and he's going to get his advertising money, and he's going to get a very successful platform. And they can't stand it. They can't stand it. I love it. I'm, I'm loving every minute of it. I really am. I'm loving every minute of it. So what else? Let's see. I, want, I wanted to cover. There wasn't something else I was going to cover, and I forgot what it was. I forgot what it was. Um... I'll probably remember later, and then I'll cover it tomorrow. We have we have four more days to go this week. We have a full week of shows. We have a full week of shows leading up to Christmas. That'll probably be the next day I take off. Um, yeah, I, I think that the only other thing we can we can talk about now we know things start to slow down between the na- the natural slowdown, right? Between Thanksgiving and Christmas, things slow down. Think Fauci's mouth never slows down. Until nature makes it slow down, which I hope comes sooner rather than later. But most things just slow down. Most things. Oh, by the way, this RSV that kids are getting, we know kids are getting it because of the lockdowns, because they weren't exposed to the things that kids are usually exposed to. These young kids are usually exposed to these viruses and bacteria at a young age and their immune systems fight it off. We're not exposed to that. On top of that, on top of not going to school and going out there, they were then forced to wear these masks when they went back, which back had bacteria. Can you imagine? I had trouble keeping my masks clean. Imagine kids, what they do with those masks, and then they put them on their faces. So all this has led to the RSV cases. It's all these locked. It's all this collateral damage that Fauci talks about. And of course, of course, RSV is much more prevalent 
much more dangerous to children than COVID ever was, ever will be, ever could be. Once again, this is, you're causing harm. You're causing injury. It's, it's criminal. These are criminal acts. And there has to be prosecution. There has to be, I don't even want to use the word accountability anymore. People, I know a lot of people are using the word accountability now, especially with the House being Republican. But I, I want prosecution. Prosecutions, not accountability. Prosecutions. And to me, prosecutions, are, is it, that is accountability. What else is accountability? What else? There's no other accountability in, in our society. That's, that's, that's the ultimate accountability. Bring criminals to justice. That is accountability. And just the way we're going to, they will hopefully do it for the quadruple homicide in Idaho, that person or persons, they will also do with people like Fauci and other people who have harmed people over the last three years. There needs to be accountability across the board, low-level criminals and high-level criminals. That's the only way we have a, you know, as as idealistic as it sounds, any, any, any way of having a, a truly just society. This is the only way of having a truly, a truly just society. Is true accountability. Okay. I think I've covered enough today. I think I've covered just about all I want to cover. Um, I, I, I think I'll read that Aaron Kiriarty, uh article tomorrow that's on his Substack um, about the COVID mandates at uh, at universities. I think that's that's pretty important right now to talk about that because that's going forward. This stuff just has to end. This just and if we have to do what they're doing in China, then we need to do what they're doing in China. They're doing it in China where they can be put in jail. They're doing it in China where it's incredibly dangerous. Their families can be affected by this. They're doing it. They're standing up. I think we might just have to start doing that here. Is it is it possible? If things get bad enough. Things get bad enough. Okay. All right. Well, that is, I think, the Monday show. I think we're going to, I think we're going to end it there. (laughs) Um, Okay. And really, let's support the people of China. I hope they keep this going. I hope they keep this going. I hope this son of a bitch has to step down who just anointed himself another term. What hypocrites in this country? They talk about Russia. They talk about how horrible Putin is, what he's doing to Ukraine. Where's the talk of she? Where's the talk of this guy? Where's the talk of, of this guy's not legitimate? That this guy needs to be stopped, taken out of power. Or the illegitimate elections in, 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 in Brazil, where a guy who was, we had 12 felonies, Lula, was installed. When millions and millions of people believe the election was 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 rigged, where the military is actually behind Bolsonaro, we'll talk more about that later in the week, also. But there's such there's such hypocrisy here. Once again, virtue signaling is incredibly easy. Taking a real stand is hard. That's hard work. 
I want to remind people this show airs Monday night through Friday night, 11 p.m. Pacific, 2 a.m. Eastern. It's And Let's Be Heard is the name of the show. Uh, I'm Mike Cachopoli. Thanks for listening. Uh, and I will see you right back here, right back here, 11 p.m. Pacific, 2 a.m. Eastern, tomorrow night. Have a good night.